0: Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched Survivor Season 34, Episode 10, It Is Not a Wish Without a Low. I'm not even sure who said that. I don't remember hearing that in the episode. I don't know who said that. Anyway, uh, spoilers ahoy, if you haven't seen this episode yet, and you don't want to find out who was eliminated, then stop listening right now. Watch it, and then come back. Alright, uh, this was an okay episode. It wasn't as exciting as the last few Or most of the last few. Uh, But there's still some exciting developments moving forward. I've kind of turned on some people. I was was really excited for one person in particular. But their moves were a little bit too risky in this episode. And a little bit too mean-spirited. And I think that's going to harm their chances at the very end. If they even get get to the very end. But we'll find out. Uh, so we we open with the aftermath of voting out Zeke. And Ty approaches everyone. He's like, so you all voted for Zeke. All five of you voted for Zeke. Do you want to talk about that or what? And then approaches the, the three who voted for him. The three that he was aligned with, supposedly, about why they voted for him. Because only he and... Uh, Zeke voted for Sierra last time, so uh, Ty's the the odd man out. He's the the tie. He's no longer the tiebreaker. I talked about this more last last week, but anyhow, uh, Siri sees this as an opportunity to recruit Ty. She gotta get up in there and get his vote for their side. Uh, Sierra approaches Sarah. Because she's at the bottom now Sierra's at the bottom now And confides in her She feels a great friendship with Sarah And tells her that she has the legacy advantage And that and that she'll give She'll will it to Sarah And Sarah says Well I hope you don't have to do that But thank you for telling me And then in the back of her head She's going to have to do that And I'm going to get that advantage to use at six So there we go. That's, that's the motivation. That's the real motivation for this entire episode, although we don't spend a whole lot of time on Sarah. Um, she's determined that Brad's game is over, but uh, the, the, the plans for that don't go quite well yet. So we have the reward challenge, which is for burgers, hot dogs, and cupcakes with lo- loved ones. We have three teams of three. They're tethered together. They have to go through an obstacle, obstacle course, in, in, including digging through sand underneath a pole, which uh, some two of the teams have, have a lot of trouble with. I, I thought that Ty, Sarah, and Michaela were going to do really well because they're... um. Well, they they should have been able to get through that digging part really easily because they're kind of the smallest three. They're, they're their smallest collective three of the three teams. We also had Suri, Troy, and Sierra, who also didn't win. And then the winning team, Brad, Aubrey, and Andrea. And I guess I should have... I should have put my money on them. I didn't put any money on anybody, but uh, I should have picked them because uh, Brad was going to be really good at digging and the other two would most likely be good at uh, digging as well, but also fitting through there really easily. So um, they, they won. Uh, He had that uh, digging underneath the sand, and then a kind of slide puzzle with ropes. That was pretty cool. I think we've seen we've seen that at least a- at least once before, if not more than once. But I like that. I like that. It's ha- it's like pucks inside of a slide maze, like a puzzle maze thing, but they're connected to the ropes that are tied up in a knot. And they have to undo uh, a key by doing that, which is really cool. And then that key unlocked a thing with bean bags, and then they had to throw the bean bags at uh, a stack of stuff on a on a table. And knock all of them off the table. So, of course, Brad was going to be really good at that part. And I didn't account for that in my pick either. So, I, I totally blew it on predicting who would win. So, uh, those three get to spend time with their loved ones. You had Brad uh, and Monica. Uh, Aubrey and her sister. Andrea and her dad, I think. And they got to choose two more people to go along with them. They chose Siri who her youngest son came out so he might be he might be the youngest per no he's not no he's not um uh what's his name what's his name son from uh way back when he's he's the youngest to ever be out on survivor island but uh that, that was really cool that that he got to, to go with her and uh then sarah got to join them as well. So the seeds were kind of planted, especially with Michaela, that Andrea is not somebody that she is going to thrive with. She wants to side with Ty and go with Ty because when they join forces together, they're smart enough to win this win this game. And that uh, could be true. That could be true. It remains to be seen what that alliance Can bring to the table though. So we have the immunity challenge. I have to balance on a narrow perch and hold a buoy. I guess the name of this challenge is you can't buoy love, but that would would have made more sense if it was the loved one challenge. So I I appreciate the pun, but I, I would have called it like buoy your spirits or something, something like that. That would make more sense for the loved one challenge as well. Um, Anyway, they uh, my pick to win this was Andrea because she's been winning a lot. Actually, she's only won twice. That is a lot. That's more than none, absolutely. Um, but she was the third one out, and it came down to Ty versus Brad there at the end, and Brad wins immunity. This puts Andrea's plan out the window, have to sh- shift gears a little bit, and so now – Her target is Sierra, and Sierra's target is Andrea. And there's a solid case in either direction, because uh, I think if Sierra makes it to the end, she has a lot of votes from early jury joinees, And if Andrea makes it to the end, she has the argument of making the really good moves, I guess, maybe. I'm not sure if that's true, but I could see the perception of it being that and also being strong in challenges. Um, So the 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 two votes in question, for the most part, we get the focus on these two people is our Michaela and Ty. They're in the middle. They could go either way and sway things in the direction that they want to go and we get a great a great couple of quotes from Michaela. The first one, uh, she says, if, if you make the wrong decision, you end up on the jury looking stupid. And I think what made the big difference, because at first, Ty and Michaela were, were all in for voting out Andrea, but because Sierra trusted Sarah so much, she revealed that information about the legacy idol, and Sarah lets Michaela know about that not everything about it now this is a I guess this is kind of an admirable move at the same time as being pretty dishonorable as far as friendship goes but it's not a game for friends it's a game for winning a million dollars so you know it's okay it's part of the game but uh she she tells Michaela about that legacy idol and how it can be played at six as immunity Basically, but she leaves out the part that it can be that it's it will be willed to somebody. That's a really important part. Because at least if you know that Sierra can't be voted out at six, then you just don't make her the target at six. And then she doesn't even play it. You don't have to worry. It's a non-factor. But if you uh, know that it's going to go to somebody else before then, then that makes it so... Yeah, if you do know that information, then you're more likely to keep her around because you know for sure that that's a non-factor in, or a very big factor at 6. So anyway, I, I it, it turned out as as a good move for now as far as getting further in the game, but I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna serve Sarah very well when she gets to that if she gets to final tribal and that question comes up, did you vote me out and she'll of course say yes and she even she'll probably find out well before then from whoever's voted out next if who voted who if who is voted out next isn't Sarah anyway okay so I guess I already gave it away. Uh, Sierra is voted out. Uh, the only people who vote for Andrea are Sierra, Brad, and Troy. So there's a new six in town that are gonna get broken up next time. It's it's these voting blocks. They don't know that terminology yet. Or they refuse to use that terminology because they're all returnees and they don't wanna uh, they don't wanna to use stuff that they didn't come up with. Or something. No, it came up they came up with that in the uh in Andrea's not Andrea's in um Aubrey Ty and Debbie's season, didn't they? I think so. Maybe not. And Michaela. was in that season too, right? And Korong. Anyhow. Um no, she was not. She was in last what season was Michaela on? Alright, guys. We gotta look this up. Why? Why can't I remember which? Oh, she was on last season, the one that the the unnamed season, <laughs> the one whose name I, I I will not say. Uh so this is the first time that Michaela and Ty are together on the same season. So yeah, that we, we I want to see where that goes. That that's the most interesting development I think in this episode. And then also the the uh, the imminent. Sarah backlash from her former friends or current friends. They're probably still friends, but not so happy about it. Probably. Um, another great quote from Michaela. Uh, this is, I didn't write it down exactly. She says, we is relative to whoever is the big W, which can very easily flip upside down. And then that W becomes an M and then it's just me. A pretty, pretty nice quote there. Pretty nice quotes, uh, or paraphrase, in this instance, and uh, so that, uh, and then Jeff turned that into a thing. He did it with his fingers, showing the W and the M upside down, you know. And uh, Sierra gets five votes, as I already talked about, and Andrea gets the three from Brad, Troy, and Sierra. Uh, Sarah looks confused when it happens. I think she was probably thinking that she'd get that legacy advantage right then or something. But what's the point of getting it right then? Then everybody knows that you got it. So it's a good thing that they don't know. She'll find out the next day and then she'll be like, oh, good. That's how I, that's how I get it from her. It's left for me wherever or whatnot. Or one of the, the producer just handed it over to me. So there we go. It's confirmed that Sarah gets that uh ad- legacy advantage from Sierra, so she not only has that she can also steal a vote, which I think she can use until the last time she can use it is the final five I think can't remember exactly let's look it up let's look it up because we have the capability to do so uh she has go down to. Okay, where is – why aren't you saying anything about – okay, her her profile is not complete on it, so I don't have the specifics of the rules for her advantage, but let's see if we can find it. Um, When did she win that? I think she won it, or she found it in – there's a new sheriff in town part one and okay. It's in the episode, uh, a line drawn in concrete and uh, the last time she can use it is five. So I remembered it correctly, basically. Um, so, so there we go. She has an advantage at six. She has an advantage at five. Uh, so she just has to get through eight and seven successfully. If she decides, if she figures out, that Ty has his immunity idols, then they could be in an unstoppable, they can be an unstoppable force going all the way into the final four. Uh But if somebody catches a wind of either of their, their plans without tipping, tipping their hats, no tipping their hands to the others, to them, to Sarah and Ty that they know that they have those advantages then uh then, then they they can be targeted and taken out before they're able to flex that muscle. Uh it looks like there's going to be some searching for an aisle next time. Uh seems like it's going to be Brad and uh Ceri is looking to make a big move, which could be voting out who would she vote out? That would be a huge move. She says him. But that could be a misdirect in that promo. Uh, But uh, She could take out Brad. She could take out Troy. He's not a big threat. If if Troy makes it to the end, I don't think he's going to win. Like, not to say bad things or or anything like that, but as far as, like, gameplay and stuff, he is just kind of glid through. Is that the is that the past tense of glide glided? He has glided. That that sounds clunky too. any past tense of glide uh, does not sound correct. Whatever it is, he, he has not had to scramble as much as anybody else who's on the bottom of the numbers um, because he was at, at the top of the numbers for a little while there. And, uh, I'm sure he's scrambled more than we've seen on screen, but it hasn't, uh, come into play, uh, as, as importance. Like his name hasn't really been thrown out there as being the next to go or anything like that. So he, it, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens next time on survivor game changers. Let me know what you thought of this episode by tweeting me at TIW podcast, go to today. dot com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today I watched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back next time for episode 11, or however you're counting the episodes on the Wikia page. It's episode 13. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Referring to somebody being voted off, probably. Most likely. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.